This is Y-Tune Shuffle. Y-Tune Shuffle, it's the music that informs our lives. The rules here are that there are no rules other than just bring in your music, mm. hit play. And then we get to pick your brain about why those songs. Welcome to Y-Tune Shuffle, a celebration of the music that inspires our lives. With your host, comedian and radio personality, Maggie Mayfield, and Hollywood's secret weapon, David Earl Waterman. This is Y-Tune Shuffle. Did you find parking okay? I did find parking okay. <laughs> are you a good parallel parker? I am, actually. Yeah, I pride myself on my parallel parking. I grew up driving uh, trucks because like, I grew up kind of like on a farm-ish type of thing. Mm-hmm. And so like trucks were pretty much... My... A farm-ish type. Of I thing. mean, like, <laughs> like it's a big property, and we had chickens at one point, and like, uh, we like would board horses, kinda more like a ranch-ish. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I grew up on like a big property where you needed things like trucks and whatnot. So yeah. I grew rider up driving. Mowers, like a uh, rider. my mom, my mom and our handyman would do that. Mm-hmm. I never actually learned, which is bizarre. But um, do you remember the first time you had to learn how to cut grass? No. You've never because, had to cut grass? No, because our property, like, we had such a huge property that our handyman would, like, go on the big ass, like, huge what? ones where you, like, moved your arms independently to turn it left or right type of thing. Whoa. Yeah, so, like, I never had to... Not a push mower lawn. No, 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 no. Oh. No, that would take, like, four days. You had a push mower lawn? <laughs> yeah, but I, ne- I mean, I was raised with a younger sister and my dad took care of that stuff. And then mm. when my parents split up, like my mom moved into an apartment where we didn't have to yeah. worry about that. Yeah. And it was one of my, gosh, it was like my first apartment living in Wisconsin. I was in La Crosse, Wisconsin. And I had the upstairs level of the house and the lady below me had the downstairs level. And as part of our like decreased rent or like whatever we had to we split so every other week like i'd have to figure out how to use this lawnmower and i was like oh got it it's just like vacuuming the grass uh, it's not like that at all you but. had to pull the cord <laughs> like yeah, the old moors you had a pull cord starter yeah yeah i, I yeah. yeah the cord the, and i didn't know you had to like hold the bar down the whole time mm, to, keep, to it keep the motor it's a clutch it's a clutch system. I didn't. I didn't know that. I didn't mm-hmm. know. And uh, I probably did it twice before the landlady was just like, "Never mind. I I'll hired someone." I hired someone. To do my that. parents yeah. were hippies. <laughs> my parents were hippies. We had a motorless rotating blade oh my God. where you had to push yeah. once, pull back, push mm-hmm. once, pull back, and all the other kids in the neighborhood were done with their Saturday mo chore in about an hour, three and a half days oh, for me no. to like. Oh God! That sound effect I'm making is exactly the sound of a motorless spin blade. And I Mom. hope, David or Waterman, that you had. <laughs> Did you have headphones on? Did you have a Walkman? They weren't invented yet. Oh, <laughs> oh no. 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 Well, so what did you sing to yourself? I had a big boom box <laughs> cranked up with ACDC. With nice. double, triple D Because no motor, no loud noise. <laughs> that's true. We, yeah, yeah, that's actually saw, a good yeah, point. My stepmother would come out and give me that wordless gesticulation with a hand and finger. Turn it down. It's like international sign language. Turn it down. That beautiful voice that you're hearing that is with David Earl Waterman and myself, Maggie Mayfield, is actor, singer sometimes, hobbyist, right? Performer, (laughs) world traveler, Spanish speaker from Hawaii, and an award winning film called Irresponsible. Yep. Welcome, Marissa Godinez. Did I say that correctly? Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. That was actually really I good. I was like stalling. I don't know if you could tell. <laughs> Professional all the way. <laughs> no, that was spot on. You don't know how many people say like Godinez, Godinez. I, I've heard it all. Yes. So spot right, on. We're off to a Bravo. great start. Though. Aren't we just? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you grew up on a ranch, sort of. Sort of. Where you didn't have to mow. Did not have to mow. Brothers, sisters? I have an older brother. He is my half-brother. Um, he is six and a half years older than me and lives in New York. Cool. Yeah, yeah. In the great state of? New York? No, you no, grew you up in the growth me. state. Oh, okay. In the great state. <laughs> I, <was> like, <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm doing. Uh, yeah. I, Hawaii. Yeah. Hawaii. How yeah. about that? Where their votes don't count. Yes. <laughs> what? Love it. Wait a minute. Well, Your votes they're the, the last ones to like. Yeah, it's honestly just like. It's a like a, a, it's a gesture at that point. It's like, all right, you have rights because you're a part of the United States, but at the same time, like it's already been decided. I did not know that. 
Really? No. Yeah. You've never watched polls on TV? Like, yeah, but I've never that, that, like, that Indiana, teach- and they're like, we're done. We figured it out. We got it. We got everything we needed. Well, I I, I hang in there to the very end of all the, things. I, don't, I didn't know that. I mean, our population at the same time is like so small mm-hmm. that, it, I mean, really it won't make that much of a difference, kind of. And which island was it? Maui. Maui. That's yeah. the big island? No, no, so the big uh, island is the big island. <laughs> they call it the big yeah. island. Yeah. No, yeah, that's what yeah. it's called. Yeah. I mean, it's I've real, never been. Its actual name is Hawaii, but like the big island, we just refer to it as the big island. And that's Hawaii. Hawaii, yeah. Hawaii, and then Maui, Maui. and then Oahu is mm. where like Honolulu is, Waikiki, like all mm. basically L.A. on an island, mm-hmm. essentially. Oh. <laughs> Pretty much. I yeah. was just in Oahu in February. Oh, nice. Which is um, beautiful. Like, Hawaii is beautiful. My dad got married on the Big Island um, on the Kona side, mm. which again was so, uh, is amazing. It's so beautiful. Yeah. But then going by myself, getting to experience this place, we didn't go. I mean, we were in Waikiki a couple of the days, but we decided to venture off on the west side of the island, which doesn't curve all the way around. And it's amazing, like, how much of a third world country it feels like. Because it, there's just cars, abandoned cars, broken down buildings, so many homeless people. It's so, like, you think, wow, what a beautiful paradise this is. But then when, like, you leave the resort, mm-hmm. that's not what it is at all. Like, you guys have real stuff happening there. Yeah. Um, it's not it's coconuts it's... and pineapples and <laughs> sunbathing. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it's definitely become more and more of a prevalent problem mm-hmm. in the like past couple of years, mainly because of, you know, drug abuse, addiction, um, and then also uh, more people just realizing that it's easier to be homeless in Hawaii than it is pretty much anywhere else. Because even in Southern California, where it's where people consider it to be nice weather year round, like mm-hmm. we were walking outside just a few minutes ago freezing. and it was freezing, freezing cold. cold. Yeah. And like, imagine being homeless in that, you know, mm-hmm. whereas in Hawaii, even when it's pouring down rain in the middle of winter, it's still durable. How do, I can't, I'm doable. trying to imagine the homeless migration process. Like, yeah. is it is it homegrown or are people like, you know, one way ticket? I, I'm not too sure. I, I don't know enough about it to really say. Um, right, right. But but it's happening everywhere, I guess. Yeah. No matter what. Do you yeah, still have mom is. and dad? They still live at, in Yeah. Hawaii? Yeah. Both my parents live in Hawaii. And then I have a cousin there and two aunts and an uncle. Do you go back often? I try to go back a lot more, like, recently. I've been going back a lot more often. Um, I went back for my cousin's wedding, and it was just so nurturing and needed. Awesome. And, yeah, and it was just such a nice experience. And I I told myself, I was like, there's no way I'm going to wait like for an excuse to go home like i don't need christmas i don't need you know thanksgiving a holiday i don't need that to go home it's my home yeah so i was like screw it i'm gonna go home whenever i can speaking of home (laughs) if you were to put the way back machine in your mind to say 11th grade in high school (laughs) what would be like a great weekend for a kid in hawaii or oahu (laughs) Maui. 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 <laughs> Where you near the ranchish near the ranch? The ranchish yeah, near the ranch. What would be like? A, what, how? Because to me, that's an exotic state, man. That's like <laughs> like like the destination extraordinaire. Yeah. So um, a, a typical local. Experience. I mean, the beach is always going to be part of any weekend, pretty mm. much. Um, I I was actually in eleventh grade. I was in a band. I was in wow. a Blink-182 cover band. Yeah. <laughs> oh! I mean, like, not, not actually. Like, we didn't label ourselves as that, but that's essentially what we were. <laughs> Please so, tell me that. The floodgates have opened, ladies female. and gentlemen. No, 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 oh, okay. no, no. I was I was the lead singer, and then it was three guys. Oh, and, yeah. And uh, I don't know. It, like... <laughs> It was fun. You played in your garage. It was it was fun, but it, like I mm, I, I think I I think band? I developed. Uh, <laughs> they are them, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so meta. <laughs> we thought we were so cool for yeah. coming up with that name too. It was they awesome. Are them. Mm. Um, yeah, but uh, so I definitely hung out with them a lot, and. Um, we would have, you know, sleepovers and jam out and watch movies. Ooh. I watched The Exorcist for the first time with them and cried my eyes out. I was so terrified. Oh, oh God. my God. Gosh. Oh, my God. It was like 
the scariest thing I had ever seen up until that point. Like, yeah. it, it, you were the lead singer. Yeah. Would you intro the band like, ladies and gentlemen, tonight on basses and playing the drums you've got? Uh, sometimes, yeah. Depending if you had on to do that played. right now, could you just, in a word, give the name of each band member and just one aspect of their personality, just so we get a <laughs> little bit of a visual on, on where you were at and where you were beginning musically? Were. Okay, so. so... On the bass, we have Jimmy Wilson. Jimmy Wilson. He is a WoW, a.k.a. World of Warcraft enthusiast mm. and Paramore lover. Nice. And then What's we, a pa- Paramore? Paramore, the band. The band, the oh, okay. band yeah. Right. He was, or is probably, still obsessed with Haley Williams. Okay. Um, <laughs> as, you know, we all should be She's give it great. up for that guy i know right uh, Ow! And, uh, <laughs> and then on the drums we have trevor natividad he natividad natividad yep what the hell he's... kind of name no i'm kidding <laughs> 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 he's uh, a blend of all things but i think the main thing that he is is hawaiian and portuguese oh, yeah, yeah. yeah portuguese i think is where he gets that natividad from interesting yeah. yeah uh he lives on an orchard and has goats dogs chickens and is now pursuing an acting career cool wow here in la no he's actually in oh god i feel like the worst friend ever uh chicago yeah that's a place place. i know (laughs) obviously it's a place but like i have no idea if he's actually there or not maybe could be somewhere on the east coast on the bass on the drums and and then on guitar we have colin england oh well yeah he uh does not look the way his name sounds he is a little Thai man. He's so cute. Oh, He's wow. adorable. Yeah, and he has now grown to, like, from the skinny, scrawny little boy to the handsome, broad-shouldered, muscular Kenny England. man. Colin England. Colin England. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. They all, have, that's a, all of you guys have rock and roll names. Yeah, you do. Yeah, we should get the band say? back together, maybe. I mean, day. like every time I go back, I mean, it hasn't happened re- recently because everybody's, you know, got mm-hmm. their own thing going on. Like but like, I know, <laughs> yeah, right? Who would have thought? Yeah, I know. Huh. Then I have to realize, like, when I go there for vacation, not everybody else is on vacation, right. which sucks. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we try to get together and play at least like one or two things when I'm there. But oh, that's cool. That is really fun. Yeah, I mean, I'm still really good friends with all of them. But um, and it's it's interesting because I kind of went through like transitions of being best friend, like really, really close with mm-hmm. like each of them at different points in our lives. Yeah. And so like right now I'm like really, really close with Colin, mm-hmm. whereas in the beginning I was close with Trevor, then Jimmy and now mm. it's Colin. So cool. Yeah. yeah. Who had time. the best party house in town? Oh, in town. Like for the the house parties. You know, I actually wasn't a party person. Wow. No. That's nothing to be, you know. I wasn't either. Yeah. yeah. Most people are not. I was a drug and alcohol counselor for teenagers. Yeah. And most teenagers who do not go to the parties think they're the only one, but they are in the vast majority yeah. of high school students. That's the oh, truth. Really? Yeah. The, the vast majority of kids do not engage in that typically Hmm. but they think they are in the minority interesting yeah 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 i just i don't know it it, it just was was never my thing Mm -hmm. um to this day like i'll i enjoy drinking for sure but like i don't thank goodness (laughs) thank god for that (laughs) oh god (laughs) don't worry you don't have a stiff on your hands it's fine no um (laughs) no but i just like i don't i don't do drugs i don't like doing drugs i have no I don't know. Yeah. Interest do in it. Do you still do what is this called? The hang tank? Shaka? The shaka. Okay, yeah. so this is where like your thumb mm-hmm. and your pinky are out, right? Yeah. Yeah. In every picture that we took, because I did a bunch of comedy shows while we were there, in every picture, <laughs> that's what everyone did was the shaka. And I was like, yeah. how cool to live in a world where you know what to do with your hands in a photograph. <laughs> <laughs> Do you still do that? Is that a thing that you do? Uh, I mean, it depends. Like, it's it's kind of like the the local accent. Like, I don't have an accent here, of course. But like, if I go home and talk to my friends who talk pigeon or like have more of a local accent, I'll like slip into it a little what bit. Do you mean talk pigeon? What's that? Oh god. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so pigeon is like uh, the local language there. It's like oh. a mix of an accent versus like an actual language that's mixed with. 
oh god filipino japanese chinese portuguese hawaiian english um and oh i think that's it but like it's just it's what so when people migrated over to work in the cane fields Mm -hmm. they needed a common tongue to speak to one another so they literally just meshed their languages together how cool and that's called pigeon yeah, um, I love that. yeah. Different cultures have it too. Like uh, a bunch of places in Africa speak um, like a sort of pidgin. Um, obviously, it's not made up of the same languages, but I think pidgin is just like a universal term for a mesh of different languages. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm. I might be wrong, so don't quote me on it. But like, my mind is blown. I'm learning a lot. <laughs> no, but it, I, I think you and I were talking about Dog the Bounty Hunter, and you mm. weren't aware of Dog when I... Yeah, I was not yeah, at all. which is a reality show that takes place in Hawaii, yeah. primarily. And uh, I, I definitely hear that language in, in, in those episodes. Yeah. That wasn't quite sure where it came Yeah, from. yeah, yeah. Um, it's... I, I always say this, that, like... Um, oh, God, what's the movie? Lilo and Stitch. Yeah. That's, like the most accurate representation really? of Hawaii I think ever like portrayed in a movie at least at least like what from what I've seen because like you know 51st States kind of does stereotypes and whatnot yeah. whereas like Moana or not Moana Lilo, <laughs> Lilo and, Stitch. and Stitch is actually like the local people like they give us the or they give them the accents they give them the the language the verbiage and yeah, yeah I, I think it's the most accurate for sure. And Moana, not so much. Moana, so Moana is a Tahiti thing. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's not necessarily oh, Hawaiian. Um, I They kind of meshed two cultures together with that one because Maui, of course, is a Hawaiian thing. And, like, I mean, we're all, they're all Polynesian, you mm-hmm. know, so it's, it's, like, all at the end of the day kind of the same thing. But Hawaiian people are Hawaiian, and that's where Maui comes from. And then the language, at least, that they use in the in the movie is Tahitian, I'm pretty sure. So Le- Le- that's Lilo pretty accurate, Stitch, yeah. Lilo and Stitch. I, I, don't, I don't think since Elvis Presley's Blue Hawaii has there been a more accurate... <laughs> The picture yeah. of the Hawaiians. Yeah. I'm I haven't heard kidding. that song in a long time. <laughs> well, I'm excited. <laughs> Marissa, let's dive into some of your songs, shall yeah, we? Yeah, let's please. do it. Song number one. There's a blue light in my best friend's room. All right, who is this and what is this song? Oh, that is Blue Light by Mazzy Starr. Such a good song. Um, this song was what I was listening to. So I was in a really weird relationship for two years with this guy, and he convinced me to get a job to better prepare for our future when I was, like, 17 at the time, and which I completely agree with. Like, that was cool, for sure. And I got the job. Ended up um, meeting a coworker there who I ended up, having a crush on and uh <laughs> essentially he showed me what an asshole my boyfriend was at the time and uh I was on a break with my current boyfriend and he and I me and my my the coworker, coworker. Yeah, went to this beach called La Perouse and it's a like a whole lava rock beach and it was uh-huh. at night after work and we were driving in his truck and we were in the bed of his truck just chilling like casually having a conversation and he throws on this song and immediately it was just the weirdest deja vu like one of the strongest deja vus that I had ever experienced in my life love that and then uh he and I kissed for the first time and it was the only and first spark I had ever felt when I kissed someone. Wow, this song. That song. Wow, that's a keeper. Yeah, yeah, it. um, Yeah, it was. It's it's a really really good song, and to this day, like I still get that weird deja vu feeling whenever I whenever I listen to it. Wow. Yeah. Whatever happened to the coworker? Uh, the coworker and I. He. uh, He He got promoted. Uh, no, I, uh, that was back on Maui. So, um, I ended up moving here, you know, to pursue acting and whatnot and left him behind. And he and I are good friends. We still keep in touch and 
he has a girlfriend now and uh, has a Doberman Pinscher who is the cutest thing on the planet. Super cute. Yeah, I know. I'm a little <laughs> jealous of the dog. So you make relations and you keep relations, ships. I, I, I hate the thought of getting so close to someone to the point where like you say that you're in love with them and like you know you have that connection with them and then all of a sudden they disappear from your life forever like I I don't like that I don't like that at all um it it feels because like I I don't know me personally like I I tend to really love deeply and so like whenever I fall in love or experience what I think or have thought is love I always give my heart or piece of my heart to them and so like I don't know. There's no getting that back, you know? Like, it's like, it's okay. You can keep that. But let me just be in touch with it every once in a while, you know? It's really great when that can happen. Yeah. What's yeah. the nugget to this song, by the way? The, the little nuggets, are, uh, Y-Tunes <laughs> nuggets, are little informational pieces about these songs. Mm. Yeah. This was a tough one to find stuff on, but the singer, her name's Hope Sandoval, and she plays a lot of instruments, including harmonica, keyboard, Hammond organ, xylophone, and something called the glockenspiel, which I thought was amazing, mm-hmm. which is basically <laughs> just a xylophone, but with metal plates instead of wood. Oh, so that's a that's a difference. That was what I did my homework on today. Beautiful. <laughs> and now I all know. She's got an amazing voice and she's very talented. Oh, God, I love I If we love could just her. tap into the deja vu thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maggie, do you get deja vu? Not often, but yeah. I think, I don't know if this is how other people experience it, but when I get deja vu, to me, it's like a gift from the universe that's saying, like, you're exactly where you're supposed to be mm. at the exact right time. It's like I walk through some, like, angelic portal that was like, yep, you're you're in the exact right time <laughs> and space that you're supposed to be. Like, keep going. <laughs> Good job. Like, <laughs> Bravo. Yeah. Yeah, and a deja vu is not like a flashback. There's, there's nothing you can draw when you're thinking about that night in the truck and you heard this, and every time you hear it, there's that little bit of a deja vu. Mm-hmm. It's just like, I was someplace somewhere. Is there any visual that comes with it for you, Marissa? No, no? honestly. Um, I don't know. There's another one that I, I put on my list that kind of gives me a similar feeling. Um, but, it, like, it's it's Wicked Game by Chris Isaac. And, like, that th- those two songs are, are just songs that... <sighs> they bring it out. Yeah, it, it's like, it's, a, it's, it's almost, it's a weird past life. Mm-hmm. experience well trippy the I reason i bring it up is that i i too have deja vu moments i think most people probably do yeah um and for me it's the closest sort of understanding of a higher power or a god or something there are mm. no words mm-hmm. or language that can really explain this this thing and this power it's just like it comes over you mm. you know and it's a shared experience that nobody can really fully explain it's a, it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is the first deja vu experience we've had on White Tune Shuffle yeah. related to a song. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. Wicked. <laughs> wicked, man. Speaking of wicked, let's dive into song number two. <laughs> bang, bang. <laughs> and I never dreamed that I'd lose somebody like you. No, I Isaac, Wicked Games. Mm-hmm. This is another deja vu esque feeling song for you. Yeah, it, it was like I can't even tell you the first time that I heard it. I can't tell you how it came into my life. I I don't remember at all where it came from. Um, but I remember watching Friends for the first time, <laughs> and. <laughs> <laughs> it plays it plays during the first time that uh Ross and Rachel sleep together. Oh. And I remember listening to it and being like, "Oh my god, I haven't heard that song in forever." And like immediately just being like, "Oh, I have to find this song." So I did. And it's that yeah, that strange thing like it's it's just like a like th- it feels almost as if like a past life like that song was important to me in a past life type of thing mm-hmm. and it it which is impossible exactly right exactly and it came out in the nine i'm pretty sure it came out like either 80s the year, 89, I no think. it's nine what i think it's like 89, 89 really okay because it was it was in a david lynch film oh for the some old, reason i thought yeah. it was like 96 or something 90 
I could be mm. completely wrong. In I could be completely wrong. But when wrong. I think hey. of a, when I try to imagine sort of a scenario based in the deja vu with both that Mazzy Star song mm. and this song, I wonder if the deja vu experience, you know, obviously the lyrics of the song couldn't have been playing, but your speed, your pace of your life was there. It's because it's got this this sort of moving slowly, mm. but, but a powerful, slow thing. I don't mm. know. You might have been a snail, is what I'm saying. Probably. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, know. honestly, a snail just like jamming out to the song, <laughs> jamming in my shell. The speed, yeah. So Let's we're go. living in Hawaii. Tell me a little bit about what your bedroom looked like growing up. Mm. <laughs> so uh, my mom was the best mom in the world. Uh, is she's um, she always let me make my own decisions. And that was a good and a bad thing because my room <laughs> went from being a nice, normal white color to a very, 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 very aqua blue. Perfect. Mm. Yep. And Posters, uh, bedspread, characters. <sighs> ocean creatures. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I was obsessed with dolphins for a very long time. Same. Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Okay, I what? studied marine biology. That was ah. I've got that Hawaiian state flower tattooed on my back. You I do like, not. I, I do. It's the plumeria. I do. Okay. Oh, our state flower is actually the hibiscus, but the plumeria is the best smelling one. So. Well, then I've been misinforming people for 15 years. <laughs> yes, um, skulls. <laughs> but yeah, I was like, yeah, I'm going to be a marine biologist. And I was studying animals and like, oh mm. yeah, every Christmas it would be like dolphin figurines and like dolphin. Just yeah. Every- yeah. Frank, same. Oh my God. All like the dolphin <laughs> velvet coloring books, you know, we grew up around the same time I can tell. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so like there, it went from that and then all of a sudden I got a lot more sophisticated mm-hmm. and went from that to like a beige red with like dark brown undertones and went for like this real modern look. Like I had a rug in my room that was like different brown and maroon colored (laughs) squares. And like all of my furniture was very, very dark brown wood and, you know, all that sort of stuff. Very sophisticated for the age that I was. I was kind of impressed with myself, not going to lie. Should have been an interior designer, but... You still okay. can. You can I be still anything can. you want. That's true. Mm-hmm. That is very true. God. It's so weird. I mean, because I, I'm just thinking, I have the Hawaiian uh, state bird tattooed on my <laughs> The parrot. I have the, the parrot. parrot. Yeah, right? Is, um, is that <laughs> right? Is that, is that right? Sorry. Close but no cigar. What is the Hawaiian state bird? I'm pretty sure it's a nene goose. Damn it! Anyway, so you were your interior designer. Were, you, were your friends like like? Did you have a cool friend, a nerd friend? Um, who, who was your best friend like in high school? In high school, um, the guys in the band, obviously. The guys in the band, the obviously. But um, I had two like really close friends who I actually am still like best friends with now, and it's actually one of their birthdays tomorrow. Oh, okay. Um, I have Catherine and Itara. They're like still my two closest friends, and we've been friends. Um, Itara, I've actually known since kindergarten, mm-hmm. and then um. Catherine, I've been friends with since the sixth grade, and um, yeah, they were like sleepovers and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Oh yeah, cool. Yeah. Well, song number three, shall we? Three? Oh yeah, that's right. Mazzy, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> number three. Here we go. Chili Where does it take you? <laughs> um, so I, this song, for whatever reason, I never, ever, ever, ever get sick of it. Like, I've listened to, you know, Wicked Game and, and Blue Light. And this like, even though they give me that feeling, that really cool feeling, and I love them both, I've listened to them so many times and I'm just like, all right, that's a good song. I've had enough. I can move on. But Scar Tissue, I can listen to over and over and over and over again and never get tired. Mm -hmm. It's such a good song. Such a good song. So, yeah. Why did you, how did you, what did you do? I I don't necessarily remember, but I'm assuming it had something to do with my brother. Mm -hmm. Like all that 
music in my life does. Like um, on on weekends, every Sunday, we would uh, have like a kid's day where the kids got to choose what we did that day. And my brother and I would almost always choose to go surfing. <laughs> so um, on the way over to the beach with the boards in the back, me in the in the middle of the truck or me in the middle seat of the front. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then my brother was on the right. My dad or mom or whoever was on the left. And uh, we'd be jamming out to like Jane's Addiction, uh, Queens of the Stone Age, Red Hot Chili Peppers, um, Rage Against the Machine. What's your brother's name? Chava. Well, his real name is Sal, named after my dad, Salvador. But Mm. um, the nickname for that is Chava in in Spanish. Mm. So, yeah. There's something that's so important about that truck, that middle seat, Mm. right? Like when my parents divorced and my dad would come pick my sister and I up, like the backpacks in the truck, you know, in the bed. Mm -hmm. And then we'd sit in the, just like you said, me in the middle, my sister on the right, my dad on the left, right? Sometimes like, cause it was a stick shift. He'd let us like switch the gears Mm -hmm. when we were close to home Mm -hmm. or whatever. And then like, yeah. And then it was like the CD player that you had to like put in with the tape at the time. And we got to pick out of dad's collection, like what it was. And that, yeah. Yeah, it was the same thing. Like we had our little book of CDs and yeah. we would like shuffle through them, decide which one we wanted. And it was, you know, always these guys or like I said, Jane's Addiction or any of How the other ones. How did your ones. family end up in Hawaii? Um, it's, it's kind of weird. So my dad is a musician and he traveled, you know, all over the place to, to play music and his brother... Uh, did the same thing and so his brother was like hey I got a gig in Maui do you want to come and he was like yeah and so he came and they played together and he fell in love with it ended up moving there a couple years later and then um, my mom she was a minister at the time of a church and they needed a minister in Hawaii and so she moved to Maui thinking it was only going to be like a couple years. Wow. And then met my dad because he was the piano player at the church. Interesting. Wow, how cool yeah. is that? Even crazier though, they worked in the exact same hotel, the MGM in Reno, at the same time, did not meet until they both moved to Maui. That's wow. wild. Wow, that's wow. Yeah. really wild. Yeah. The universe was like, hello. <laughs> Marissa needs up. to be born. Let's go. <laughs> That's really cool. That is really cool. Yeah. How so. did you how did you get from Hawaii to Los Angeles? Uh so I was in that two year relationship, as I had mentioned before, and um I was about to move to San Francisco with this guy and you pursue know, to, like, better your future. Yeah, as you do. Um, <laughs> um, so I I was uh, going to study psychology. I wanted to major in like art therapy type of stuff. Cool. And I was going to do that. And then I broke up with that guy. And my mom was like, Marissa, what are you doing? Like acting is the only thing that has ever made you like really, truly happy. What? Why are you going to college pursuing a career you don't want to? And I was like, that's a good ass point. Mm-hmm. So I applied to Said, uh, like your parents only. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. I know. I'm honestly like the luckiest person in the world. Uh, full on support from both of my parents. Um, but yeah, so I, I applied to um, the American Academy of Dramatic Arts, got in and flew over. Wow. American Academy yeah. of Dramatic Arts. Yeah. You graduated from there. Yes, I did. Yeah. Congratulations. So cool. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So, and then is that in New York or is that here? Uh, they have a campus in New York, but the original one is here. Is here. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I actually just worked with, um, I was on a, a project, the feature I was telling you about, David. Mm-hmm. Um, and Well, don't leave the rest of us out. What's it called? <laughs> <laughs> it's called uh, From the Depths. It's written by my uh, good, good friend, Jose Montesinos and um, he asked me and this this girl Angelica to come on board and we had never met before and we were just you know chatting up talking story and whatnot and then um, we both found out that we both went to the American Academy of Dramatic Arts she went to the one in New York though and I went to the one here and it was like a little oh I know you 
type of yeah. I don't know, whatever. <laughs> and this film is kind of an interesting story. Yeah. So you just wrapped it. <clears throat> I did. I mm-hmm. just had the last day shooting last night. We wrapped at like eleven thirty at wow. night. It was great. Um it was a an exhausting experience, but a fun, fun, fun one. Uh everyone involved was so talented, so on it. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, just really, really good vibe to be around. And um, yeah, it's about this girl dealing with basically PTSD of a shark attack and um, having lost her sister and boyfriend in the attack. attack, And she's the only survivor. Mm. And uh, yeah, so it's about her like dealing with that. And then she starts to have like you know, delusions of seeing um, her sister and her boyfriend and has, like, communications with them and whatnot. And I play the dead sister. You play the dead sister? I do play the dead sister. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was it was fun, and believe it or not, that's a comedy. I was gonna say, I thought, yeah, yeah, it's very dark. What's so, like, interesting about hearing storylines like that is, like, I've been in the entertainment business now long enough to know that most of this stuff is based in some sort of truth, you know, mm. someone's truth. Yeah. And it's like, oh man, that's, if that really ha that's terrible. I know, right? I mean, good let- for them for finding the funny though. Yeah, no, it's, it's very, um, have you guys seen like an American, uh, American Werewolf in London? Oh yeah, yeah, a yeah. long time ago. Yeah. Oh yeah, okay. So it, it's kind of that sort of premise, you know? Okay, yeah, yeah, the flashbacks and everything happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it 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 still has that comedy element, but like still like the scare part, mm-hmm. and um, where you know it it has like she she has, you know, PTSD flashbacks of of the attack of the shark. So there's a a lot of jump. Did you scares. have to? get in the water or anything like that or? yeah we actually our water day was yesterday so we did yeah. all of the water stuff yesterday um me personally i didn't necessarily have to film uh too much in the water as like my character i was more so there um to help out uh i was like oh is that what your instagram was about the shark yeah oh, yeah i, I paid pool. i played yeah. the yeah the <laughs> shark fin mm-hmm. yeah neat yeah it was so it was challenging but it was so much fun um i don't know i love the water and mm-hmm. so like it, it was it was kind of like being in my natural element yeah okay so you get up and you're like did we get it did we get it and the guy behind the camera is like no it looks silly yeah (laughs) like that looks dumb do it again honestly it was it was challenging as hell because that thing i don't know who made it who designed it but it was so just it it was not made for functionality at all it was like there was like this little strip of plastic. It wasn't, it didn't have a handle. It didn't have anything. So we ended up having to like clamp a 30 pound weight to it to try to get it to like sink. The a dorsal bit. fin? Yeah. 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 And so we were like underneath trying to walk with it and oh then also God. tried like attaching it to these like metal rods that we were trying to leverage up and kind of, uh, it was, yeah. It was very challenging. Yeah, but you got it. You did it. We did. We did. Yeah. Yes. We made it. So we're going to see this in festivals or is it a feature? Yeah. So it's a feature length film and um, we are going to see it in festivals eventually. Mm -hmm. Um, Like I said, we just wrapped yesterday, so So, I'm not really sure which ones. Keep an eye out for it. Yeah, for sure. sure. Congrats. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah. It's going to be a funny one, I feel like. So very entertaining. People aren't going to really know what they're getting into. So. Well, that was all based of Red Hot Chili Peppers scar tissue. <laughs> you got a nugget for that Chili Pepper song? Yes. A lot of the lyrics are about Dave Navarro from Jane's Addiction. Interestingly, mm. that he brought it up. Yeah. Because um, they know they call him like Mr. Sarcastic. So, sarcastic Mr. Know It All. They're talking about Jane's, they're talking about oh. Dave Navarro there. And at the end, where he's like, um, close your eyes and I'll kiss you because, right? Uh, some other video that they had done together, Anthony Kiedis, the singer, and Dave Navarro kiss at the end of some other music video. So oh. That's what he's talking about. Like, mm. no way. Very interesting. Funny. I'm interested in Flea's book. Flea just wrote a book. Yeah. Yeah. It's like autobiography. Huh. Yeah. And I read Scar Tissue as well. That was a good book. 
about Anthony stuff. Oh, so you know all that stuff then. Well, <laughs> I am Hollywood's secret weapon, and I name drop and experience drop at the drop of a dime. Um, I remember when the Chili Peppers were brand new on the road, and uh, my boss at The Haunt, located at 114 West Green Street in Ithaca, New York, said, we're getting a band coming in, playing this weekend from, uh, from California, and uh, all they're going to wear on stage are tube socks mm-hmm. over their private parts. <laughs> and so, I, I mean, that, I was such a hasty dork, like, a bunch of creepo weirdos going to wear tube socks over their Johnsons. And they didn't. They didn't. That was they just, didn't. That was a rumor. It they was all talk. And they rocked the, oh my gosh. Yeah, of course so, they did. And got to hang out with those guys, and, you know, never knowing I'd live here one day in their own beautiful town mm, yeah, yeah i've heard they're they're very cool very kind <clears throat> very kind yep well here we go song number four i've told you so many times before but you never take it seriously I tell bullseye myself, oh fuck <laughs> yeah yeah. Who is this? What's the name of the song? So her name is uh, Maro, and uh, the name of the song, I actually don't know. Still Feel It All. Still Feel It All, that's the one. Mm-hmm. Um, she recently came into my life, uh, probably a couple months ago now, and um, I found her from this guy named Jacob Collier. If you guys have heard of him, he's a he's an English guy who is basically a, a musical prodigy he's fantastic um he, and like honestly just a musical genius he's insanely intelligent um and i listened to a song that they uh did a duet of together and uh found her mm-hmm. and just was instantly like just mesmerized by her yeah um and <laughs> actually I loved her so much that um, when I looked her up, she wasn't on Pandora at the time. I don't know if she is now, but um, I didn't have Spotify. I only had Pandora. And my boyfriend of like a year and a half at the time had told me like, Marissa, get Spotify, get Spotify. Like it's so much better. He used to rag on me all the time for not having Spotify. And I never switched over. And then finally I realized that she was only there. So I was like, all right. I'm going to do it. I'm going to make the switch. <laughs> so I made the switch for you, Mara. Wow, that's so um, cool. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that that song, it's just, I, I love harmonies. I love them to death. Like, if I can sing a good good harmony to a song, I will most likely love the song, no matter what genre it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and that song is a great example of that. It has like three harmonies in the background that are just consistent throughout the entire song that I think are just spectacular they add so much to it um and the song itself is just is just so good i mean it's like it's just such a like a heartfelt song about you know unrequited love and just oh yeah, a lot of times painful. you know uh i we can sometimes be under think like oh, what's the story behind it but then there are some songs that people bring in to white tune shuffle and it's just I like this song, mm-hmm. you know. There isn't necessarily a story attached to it or a specific experience, mm. what have you. It's just like this is just one of those songs yep. that is my music. Yeah, what, what it you does do. speak volumes about who you are. Already, you've said you're not one of those people that can like here take a piece of my heart and then never be a part of my life again. Mm. I mean, the lyrics are very like, you know, I still feel you. Yeah, why can't I let you go? It's like, yeah. <laughs> Don't, yeah. don't leave. You got yeah. that little piece of me today. <laughs> don't well. walk away with that. No, <laughs> nope. Yeah, it's a it's a good one. She her that whole album. Honestly, like there was a month or two there where I was just I had that whole album on repeat. It's mm-hmm. so good. Every song. So every single song. I mean, of course, there's songs like this is by far my favorite on the album. But like, um, there's there's songs that I listen to definitely more so than others. And but the entirety of that album is fantastic where's she out of is she american she's no she's from portugal she's from portugal yeah Mm. yeah um and she's she's an amazing musician she plays piano guitar and probably some other stuff i like i said she's only been in my life for a couple months and she's made it on this list you know and uh yeah so that speaks a lot 
to her. She's just a very talented individual. Where do you now listen to music? Uh, Spotify. No, I mean like where oh, in in your like world. in my life. Yeah. Um, I are you a car music? Are you doing chores around the apartment? Like, uh, I I listen to music. It's it's interesting. I I for a while, me and music had a had a weird relationship. I I didn't really enjoy listening to music for for a few years, and I don't know why. Um, mm. but. More recently, it's been coming back into my life um, with me as an artist. Like, I've been writing more, I've been playing more, I've been singing more, um, and I've been listening to music more. And I don't know how that kind of flowed, whether or not the listening to music inspired me to play more or the playing music has inspired me to listen more or whether it coincided. But, like, um, I've been listening to music a lot like as soon as I wake up in the morning I'll go onto my um onto Spotify and just like start playing um you know the discover weekly thing and start playing that or just shuffle through the stuff that I've already liked and just put it on as I'm getting ready for work or put it on like before I leave the house or um always in the car always in the car yeah just Sing my heart out to myself, you know. Yeah, <laughs> that's happened sometimes. Where you know there there is a period where I haven't listened to my collection, you know, on a shuffle or anything like that for ages, hmm. and the, that reacquaintance. Yeah, I think, I think music can be, in some ways, like a, a living thing, like a almost a person. Yeah, in, in general, I think. Yeah. And it, it, it's strange. I missed you, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. I'm actually the same way with, like, movies and stuff, too. Yeah. Like, I, I like having that that reacquainted feeling mm-hmm. with a movie that you haven't seen I've in a long time. I've never thought about that before, but that's true. Yeah. That happens. Yeah. I've, I've definitely noticed it a lot with movies, um, but that's a really good, interesting point about about music, too. And I, I do that exact same thing. Just looking, like, I, I always, like... I'm like, oh God, I know that there's a song that I haven't heard in a while that yeah. I know would bring back like that melancholic, you know, feeling from when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Strange thing. I think it's important to go back there and honor that kid. Mm. 100%. Yeah. Definitely. I think music definitely helps us do that. Yeah. For sure. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's the eternity they speak of. Mm-hmm. Mm. I mean it. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm going down my weird road now, but I'm going to keep walking. <laughs> Which brings us to song number five. God. Should be more famous group called Pentatonics. Mm-hmm. Pentatonics. Pentatonics. Mm-hmm. We've heard them before in Christmas music. We've played their version of Little Drummer Boy. You've heard before. Mm. Oh, yeah, they're phenomenal, and it's kind of cool to like dip into their non-holiday stuff. Yeah, they are, they're so good. This song they're... is called "Run to You." Yeah. Um... And why did you pick it? Uh, I mean... Explain yourself. <laughs> uh, as I mentioned before, I love harmonies. Um, and this song, uh, oh, man, it's just full of them. And it's... I... So, when I first heard it, I was like dead set on recording it by myself and like on GarageBand doing all the tracks myself. Of course, like there's bass notes in there that I could never hit in a million bajillion years, but I did it, you know, an octave higher or whatnot, like did whatever I could with it. And, um, I just fell in love with the harmonies. Yeah. Like, uh, I, I don't, 
have a reason why I love it, but I have a memory attached to it. And it was when I first heard it and I immediately had to show my mom. And so I pulled my mom into my room and played it on the computer and um, we both sat there and I, for whatever reason, just started crying, yeah. mm. just crying and crying and crying. And my mom and I just sat there listening to it and we we're like, oh, my God, this is amazing. That's cool. Was this your introduction to this group? Pe- oh, no, no, no. Okay. Um, I think I think my maybe uh their cover of uh radioactive neat okay yeah yeah um i'm thinking that that probably was it because i really liked that radioactive song and i was probably looking it up on youtube and found their cover of it so yeah yeah but then i did some more diving and found this gem yeah yeah that's uh i feel like i'm gonna have to do a little more digging because i don't know much of their library outside of mm. christmas obviously mm-hmm. i work for a station called close 103.5 and it's all christmas all the time and their christmas <laughs> stuff is is unbelievable it's so yeah and so when did good. they come out like what? so let me give you the nugget on this one <laughs> yeah, this yeah, is yeah. my favorite nugget i've ever found on any oh, group wow. ever the th- there's th- there's five of them. That's why they're called pentatonics. Three of them actually started. They were friends in high school, and they formed a vocal trio so they can compete in a radio competition in their hometown just for the chance to meet the cast of Glee. <laughs> oh! And they actually did a rendition of Lady Gaga's "Telephone" wow. that you hear with Beyonce. They didn't win the top prize, however, that video gained them a huge following on YouTube, and then it's all kind of an avalanche from there. Wow. Isn't that cool? That is very, very, like, well, what do you know? We didn't mean to do this. We just wanted to meet Glee. We wanted to meet Finn. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. And they they became Glee. They They, they became. Dang. Wow, that's pretty cool. And they probably ended up being way more successful than Mm -hmm. the people who actually won. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Meanwhile, the people are just sitting there with their signed Glee Glee (laughs) autograph things, you know? I have to wonder, like, did they ever get to meet? Yeah, of Glee, yeah, it's right. So, they're so close. Now, by now, probably, I'm sure. Yeah, winning isn't everything. Right. <laughs> YouTube Seriously. followers. It's one are. thing. It's one of many things. <laughs> That's awesome. YouTube followers. Are. <laughs> Seriously, though, it's all about the followers. Unfortunately, you know nowadays. Ugh. Oh man. Is do, do people that have fifty thousand followers really have fifty thousand? I never, I never, we don't have to if it's a bone of contention. I hate and love social media all at the same time because, like, you spend enough time with people in real life and you're like, oh, wow, like, it's a really hard thing you just went through. And then they post something on social media. It's like, life is amazing. And you're like, what the F, Sally? Like, that, I hate this fakeness bullshit. And, like, you can't get away from it. So you're like, oh, me too. Like, I'm poor as hell, but, like, like my Christmas song. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's fine. It's fine. Um, and we wonder why mental illness is running rampant in our Hello. society. Hello, oh, man. True that. Anyway, that yeah. was a really weird dark turn. Thank you for sharing your five songs. They're incredible. <laughs> really I'm gonna nice. Thank you. Thank you. David Earl Waterman for a game we like to call band name or bar name. Ooh. That's right. It's time again for the Y-Tunes Shuffle exclusive game show, band name or bar name. The way Ooh. this game works is, is that each week... Our guest oh, that preceded you, Marissa, <laughs> okay. uh, and onward and upward and beyond and be before, uh, has chosen uh, a location somewhere in the world that I research all mm. week long for mm. about for about an hour, okay. um, looking for different names of local bands and different names of local bars, and then I pick two, one bar, one band. And your job in this game show is to decide which one is actually the name of the bar and which one is the name of the band. Damn it. Uh, Troy Devald <laughs> from Full Sail University and Everything Reality Television was with us last week. And uh, he chose Tampa, Florida. So let's try to imagine right now that you, me, and Maggie are in Tampa, Florida. Mm-hmm. And uh, we want to go to a bar <laughs> and we want to hear a band. <clears throat> So I suggest we go to Sweet Spot mm, because that's yeah. probably one of the best restaurants in Tampa uh. because Repeal 18 is playing. And if you recall, a little uh, information, the 18th Amendment was uh, the law that forbade uh, alcoholic beverages in the United States. Did you just give away the answer to this? I might have. <laughs> I might have. And, and let me tell you something, Maggie. I may not have because I said that 18th Amendment 
while I was doing the research because I said, I'm going to give you a clue that may or may not help you. Uh-huh. So we were on top of this, Maggie. All right. <laughs> so, so the question is, which is the name of the bar? Sweet Spot or Repeal 18? Well, I'm going to... Sorry. No, no, go ahead. I talk too much. <laughs> I was, I was going to... Gonna, uh, I mean, go against, go with my my instincts actually, and mm-hmm. go against what the obvious choice is. I think, mm-hmm. and so I would say that Sweet Spot is the band name, mm-hmm. and Repeal Eighteen is the the bar name. The bar name. That's interesting. Okay, Repeal Eighteen is the bar name, and Sweet Spot is the band name. Maggie, what say you? I'm going the other way. Sweet Spot is the bar name, but I don't think it's a bar. I think it's like a weird cupcake bakery shop. <laughs> and then Repeal 18 I mean, is like hope. a protest yes. band. Well, uh, you know. That's a good one. Yeah. Okay, well, now we're driving to the location, and we've come up to 9882 West Limbaugh Avenue in Tampa, Florida. <laughs> and look at the bar. Repeal 18 uh, is the name of the bar. Woo! It is one of those old Ow! 1920s-themed Type bars with a modern twist. Yes. They serve drinks like gin rickies, martinis, and old fashions. Jeez. And they do them picture perfect as they should be made. Yes. Sweet Spot is a band, cover band, led by a guy who's got a great name for a lead singer, Shane Whalen. Nice. Mm. Whalen, baby. And the thing about Shane is people say that he is the lead singer who can make any song sound like the original. So if you want to go hear some great music, not by the original artist, but that sounds like the original artist, Sweet Spot is the band to go see. Interesting. I don't even know who won won that round. Okay, Marissa Marissa is the winner. Everybody's a winner with Band Name and Bar Name because it's not only our exclusive game show, it's the world's dumbest game show. Just take a guess. (laughs) Red or blue? It could be. We call this game show red or blue. I don't know. That choice got Neo in a bunch of trouble in the Matrix. Oh, okay. Oh, bingo. Well, we have a a task for you now, Marissa. Can you take us somewhere in the world that I can research next week for next week's show where I can look at band names and bar names? It could be anywhere. Oh, gosh. Just a city, a place, anywhere. Scranton. Scranton, Pennsylvania? <laughs> wow. You just catching up on The Office on Netflix or something? Yeah. <laughs> my, my mother's side of the family are all from Scranton, no, Pennsylvania. No, are yes. lying. We have, we have a, a cottage in Great Bend, Pennsylvania. What? About, yeah, about an hour and 40 minutes. What are the odds? South of Scranton, baby. <laughs> That's yeah. funny. Yeah, I have a buddy yeah. that worked on the radio station that you see featured on all the stickers, the Froggy oh. 95.1, I think it is. Very nice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> First, okay, I thought you were belting there. Where we're gonna go next week? Very nice. Band name and bar name. Thank Marissa, you. Brought to you by your name here, um, <laughs> Marissa. <laughs> thinking very hard. What is the story of your very first concert experience? Oh, my very first concert experience was Blink One Eighty Two. Wow. Yeah. Oh see. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who'd you and, know with uh, how tickets? So. I was very, very young, probably too young to have ever been to a Blink-182 concert, but there I was. Mm-hmm. Uh, my brother, who, like I said, is six and a half years older than me and definitely yeah. was mature enough to be there. Yeah. Um, Just the two of you went? No, 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 oh. no, <laughs> no. My mother would not allow that to happen. So <laughs> my brother was going to a bunch of, or going with a bunch of his friends, and I was very jealous and wanted to go, and I was like, Mom, I need to go. My brother's going. I want to be cool. I want to do it. Yeah. And she, being the loving and generous mother that she is, took me along. And She's uh, like, this is your kids' day activity. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. No kids' day for a month. Oh. <laughs> uh, but so we went, and I stayed in the very, very back of the crowd. It was an outside concert with wow. no seats or anything. So it was Whoa. like uh, just like a roped off little area where everybody could go. And um, I was in the very 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 back with my mom meanwhile my brother went with his friends and i remember distinctly <laughs> it was the first time i ever smelled marijuana of course mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and yeah right yeah. <laughs> yeah so uh i asked my mom what that smell was and she just said mm, I, I don't know <laughs> yeah so, so it would be years later that you go, oh, there, that smell yep, again. Uh-huh, exactly. Now, was mom going to go with your brother already? You know, I always think about that. Every time I tell this story, I'm like, what, would she have gone if it weren't for me? And um, I, I'm not sure. That's David, so, yeah. I'm not Do you sure. think she had a good time? 
Yeah, my mom. My mom's easygoing. She's, she's chill. Like she's like <laughs> just things. rocking out. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> it's hilarious. Yeah, at the end of the day, events are events. You know, yeah. like, I'll, I'll bitch and moan about going to a string quartet somewhere, and all of a sudden it's like this is so lovely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm sure the same is true with like Blink 182 and Mom. That's great. What yeah. About, what about the the last show or the last concert you were at? Um, the last concert I went to was Morrissey. Wow. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it was a um it was a date that I went to and the guy um was obsessed with Morrissey and he was like we got to go, we got to go to this. They're like they're there when I I love them and I just need like a person to come with me and if you want we can go and I was like, yeah. Sure. I just need a person to go. I well, he, he was being cool. I mean, it's not like I like you or anything. Probably, probably. I just want a, a friend to go. Yeah, honestly, dork. I know. But <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he's a, he's such a nice guy. Like honestly, they all are. Honestly, though, okay, okay. so so nice. And I'm actually really sad. I, I didn't like him, but there was just nothing there. There's someone you know? for him. Someone, there is someone really special. Yeah, God only has three answers for us. Yes, not now, and hold on, I got something better for you. Mm, I love Fair that. Enough. I love that too. I love when you say yeah. that. So, you did see Morrissey with his cat? Where? Yeah, uh, it was uh, down in Anaheim somewhere. Oh. I'm, I don't remember the venue. Um, it was actually only the second concert that I've been to since I've been to LA. Oh. Um, mm. Yeah, so I'm not too familiar with like venues or whatever That's those. Cool. How do you get your dates these days? Um, naturally. Do you do the online thing at all? Um, I, it's actually funny that you asked that because it's very I, rude that I asked that because it's really a private question. Honestly, it's I don't care. Um, okay, I don't think that that's rude at all. Um, okay, I oh so my mom and I were up north for Thanksgiving and my mom was on Tinder and um you know checking out the local the local uh, meat market water pool. <laughs> <laughs> meat market, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. I'm sorry. Please, I'm wound up. So uh, I believe actually the term is watering hole. Okay. Uh-huh. Is what I meant to say. That's anyways. Right. Yes. Anyways. So she was, you know, checking out what she had and there was no good options. And so I was like, huh, I wonder what my options would be like. And mm-hmm. I hadn't been on Tinder in years and years and years because I, cause I, mm-hmm. I just don't like it. Yeah, so... I went on, and there was actually a lot of hot guys on it, mm-hmm. a lot of them. And we were in this small-ass little town in Northern California, and there was Whoa. like, yeah, there were some good options. I was like, yeah, you go, Humboldt County. Okay. Yeah. Humboldt County? Yeah. <laughs> I, I met my wife on Bumble. Well, there you yeah, go. I, no I'm way. I know tons of people in my, my peer group. It's been it's been the perfect wow. thing, you know, because we don't have institutions that really just focus on, hey, everybody, let's just talk about this. We want to meet each other, and we're not here to just, I just need someone to go with, you know. I uh, it's like I want to, I want some a partner. You yeah, know? yeah, it's cool. That's well, cool. I mean, I feel like that's that's something that people my age have have problems with using things like Tinder and Bumble, because like. I don't know for 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 men that I find they're like oh yeah I'm just looking for a hookup yeah you yeah. know yeah. and well, so like at least you know yeah yeah, yeah for yeah. sure mm-hmm. at least they're very upfront about mm-hmm. it and whatnot but mm-hmm. like almost all the guys that I've gotten into contact with are like yeah I'm not really looking for anything or I don't really know what I'm looking for and I'm just sitting here like okay well I mean I've done the friends with benefits thing mm-hmm. I've been there done that like I don't want Mm-hmm. I'm not, I don't know. I don't really know what I'm looking for, but at the same time, I know it's not that. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah. It's Anyways. okay to not be looking. There's a too. joke. Yeah, that's, yeah, I'm not really looking right that's now. That's okay, too. Yeah. That doesn't have to be a thing. Yeah. No, Meg, you got to write a joke now. Somehow think about how friends with benefits, like, I, I, I've, I know what that expression means, and I've experienced it, but now with <laughs> insurance and the news and everything like that, <clears throat> uh, I, I used to have a friend with benefits, but- you know how your benefits package at work? Oh, now I just need a friend's with a you got to find a joke there Netflix somewhere. Password, like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I have a friend with benefits. She works at you know IBM or whatever. She works at Amazon and she's got full health and dental. Anyway, I thought there's a joke there, right? Yeah. Wow, that's I took your, this. I took, we're joke. sailing away now. We're, that's we've your joke. Okay, Marissa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What is your corner of the internet? How do we find you? How do we support you in your future endeavors? Yeah, so you can support me uh, by how? 
by following Liking, me on Instagram. Subscribing yeah. On YouTube. Well, important. I don't have a YouTube channel though. That's okay. Oh God. But uh, yeah, apparently subscribing on liking Instagram. And subscribing. Being an actor means like you have to have a lot of freaking followers. That is so true. And yeah, yeah. if you want to know when you buy them. <laughs> yeah. God. I yeah. At this point though, I'm so lazy. I I I don't care. Like just. I'll buy 10,000 followers. Honestly, <laughs> do like don't I don't, do don't I know, do I know, I know, but like it's How much would 10,000 followers cost? I don't know. It's I don't not know. like outrageously expensive. It just looks silly when you have like you know 100,000 followers, but like your engagement rate is like I have 10 likes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Went to Chick-fil-A today. Great. 10,000. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm going to do it. uh but yeah if you want to go like and follow me and whatever on instagram uh my thing tag whatever is uh uh m s dot g o d i n e z miss godinez yeah yeah Yeah. links up to it in the blog as well thank you no, thank you. Thank oh, you. gosh. Yeah. Without Goodness. you, we don't have anything called the show. <laughs> Just me and Maggie playing songs together. Marissa well, go. you've been amazing. Thank you for spending your time and your energy with us. Hollywood Secret Weapon, a.k.a. David Earl Waterman, working oh, on, oh. did I see a script? A yes, yes, Maggie Mayfield. Not only have you brought my dreams to life by being your co-host on a podcast that oh. I love as much as you do, but your nickname you've given me, which is Hollywood Secret Weapon, because I yeah. name drop all the time. Uh, is now a, a script in development. That's amazing. Yes, amazing. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, for yes, you. Yes, yes. We'll, be, we'll talk more about that as the pages develop, and I've, they will. I've it's... been Maggie Mayfield. This has been Y-Tune Shuffle. If you haven't already, please like, subscribe, and share. It's super important. Also, there's other fun like tidbits on there, like musician and singer and band's birthdays, this day in history, all kinds of cool stuff that you don't get exclusively on this show. Anyway, uh, we are at Y-Tune Shuffle. Thank you so much for listening. Night. Thanks for listening. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Y-Tunes Shuffle.